and the day was done. And you know what he said as I was tucking him in? He said, Mom, what color is God's skin?
on a song that we would do as our, I should say, salute to Broadway. So we selected this song from a young composer that has fast becoming one of Broadway's artists. To compare with beauty imagination, you can be free if you truly, if you want to be, come on.
I want to thank you for this one. You made it happen. This is the one. Yes, this one. You sign on the dotted line, fellas. You know, it's been established in our society today that the most important signing in a man's life takes place when he signs his marriage license. Well, they've added something to that now. It's called the application for charge card to ensure that marriage license will hold up one sign. You know what I'm talking about, fellas? Charge card designed to keep one's pockets free of finance. You know, you know, sometimes, fellas, at the end of the month, if you're married and you want to check on your budget and see how you're doing at home, budget around the house, and you find something that looks a little weird, you say, darling, what is this? And she said, well, it was on sale. And I had my charge card, you know? But then from time to time, fellas, we'll fall victims of circumstances as well, because we might be walking down the street, see a good-looking pair of shoes in the store window, and say, hey, I think I'll go ahead and cop now and pay later, right? Take the charge card, go in, buy the shoes. Then when the bill comes due at the end of the month, you want to kick yourself in the what's the name with that same pair of shoes, buddy. Thank you. All right. <laughs> When do you say? When do you say? Look wiser whenever the moment is right for a great beer. After the work is done, while you're still having fun, any time the right time to say. When you say but wiser, you have said it all. <laughs> all right, little pause for the call.
Oye, mira, yo quiero gozar en California porque yo me siento tan bien. Y por eso yo te quiero porque tú me tratas bien. People say your people say your heart that your records is selling and about time for you to be bailing out of the community and race that you come from. Yo, your face has got a change, son. Now the king says you're making more than Donald Trump. So, yo, go on and get your nose fixed, huh? Sit down. Now the black girl wants to get a lip tough. She says, Doc, I want my slim lips, I want my slim figure. The white girl says my hips are not big enough. But yo, Doc, inject the collagen to make my lips bigger. All of these so-called celebrities are selling millions of records and claiming no responsibility. A young girl sees you on the TV show. She's only six, says, Mama, I don't like my nose. So why'd you have to go and mess up the child's head? So you can get another gold water bed? You fake hair contact wearing liposuction carnival exhibit. Listen to my rhyme, you need to hear it. I smell the message from the TV. Does my hefty nose deceive me? Smells like the black of the wacker. Polly wants to be a cracker. If you let her, but see for me the bigger the nose, the better. They say the wider of the wider. Oh yeah, well that's tough. Sometimes I feel that I'm not black enough. I'm high yellow. My nose is brown to perfection. And if I was to change, it'd be further in that direction. So catch me on the beach, I'll be getting a tan. Make sure there's no mistake, the Humpty Hump is from the motherland. Laying in the sun, string bikini between the buds of two cuties. Still macking, there'll be no nose job. Surgery. I said I don't want no Yeah, but you're gonna be a big star. Star? Look, I'm already a star. A huge star, kid. Y'all don't understand, man. Big, really big. Yeah, so yeah. Get his leg. I don't wanna... Yo, put me down, man. Put me down. Yeah, come on. Don't worry about a thing. Don't worry about a thing. Calm down, big boy. gonna be fine. Come on, let me go. Sedative. Scalpel. Scalpel. Knife. Scarf. 
Freshest. Do you like fresh fish? It's just fine at Finney's Diner. Finney also has some fresher fish that's fresher and much finer. But his best fish is his freshest fish. And Finney says with pride, the finest fish at Finney's is my freshest fish, French fried. So, don't order the fresh or the fresher fish. At Finney's, if you're wise, you'll say, fetch me the finest French fried freshest fish that Finney fries. We have a dinosaur named Din. Din's thin. Din doesn't have much skin. And the bones fall out of his left front shin. Then we have to call in Pinner Blin who comes with his handy shin-pin bin, and with a thin blin shin-bone pin, blin pins Din's shin-bones right back in. Now let's talk about money. You should leave your grocks home when you travel by air. If you take them along, they charge double the fare, and your groks must be packed and locked up in a groks box, which costs much, much more than a little old fox box. So it's heaps a lot cheaper to fly with your foxes than waste all that money on boxes for grokses. And what do you think costs more? A simple thimble or a single shingle? A simple thimble could cost less than a single shingle would, I guess, So I think that the single shingle should cost more than the simple thimble would. Eat. ducks, one blue, one black. And when our blue duck goes quack quack, our black duck quickly quack quacks back. The quack's blue quacks make her quite a quacker, but black is a quicker quacker backer. And speaking of quacks reminds me of cracks. Quack's blue quacks make her quite a quacker, but black is a quicker quacker backer. And speaking of quacks reminds me of cracks and stacks and sacks and shacks and snacks. So, oh say can you say, I have cracks in my shack, I have smoke in my stack and I think there's a snack in the sack on my back.
food, Fred food. Fritz needs Fred, and Fred needs Fritz. Fritz feeds Fred, and Fred feeds Fritz. Fred feeds Fritz with ritzy Fred food. Fritz feeds Fred with ritzy Fritz food. And Fritz, when fed, has often said, I'm a Fred-fed Fritz. Fred's a Fritz-fed Fred. What would you rather be when you grow up? A cop in a cop's cap? Or a cupcake cook in a cupcake cook's cap? Or a fat flapjack flapper in a flat flapped jack cap? Cook in a cupcake cook's cap? Or a fat flapjack flapper in a flat flapped jack cap? Or, if you think you don't like cops' caps, flapjack flappers, or cupcake cooks' caps, maybe you're one of those choosy chaps who likes kooky captain's caps, perhaps. More about Blinn. And, oh say can you say, Far away in Berlin, a musical urchin named Gretchen von Schwinn has a blue-footed, true-footed, trick-fingered, slick-fingered, six-fingered, six-string, tin-schwinn mandolin. This is Curtis Mayfield. Sit down and take a listen. This may be something that you're missing. I know your mind you want it funky, but you don't have to be no junkie. Get yourself together. Remember, Freddy's dead. There'll be equal stay 
I'm Curtis, and I'm so glad that I've got my own, you know, so glad that I can see. I've got a natural high. The man can't put no thing on me, and he can't put no thing on you either. Keep your nose clean. Don't be no junkie. Remember, Freddy's dead.
within is the kind of night that the cat would drag in. I'll never forget it. We had a fight. Then you turned around, turned out the lights. You left our bed. Then you moved downstairs to live with her instead. Yeah, just one floor and a shoulder away. I guess I should have moved. But I decided to stay Did I drink some poison That I don't remember now Did I drink some It's going to be all about animals, starting with germs. And I want to mention a really great book called The Gospel of Germs. And it's um, the story of when germs were discovered in the early 20th century. And there was a, a big campaign to convince people that they actually existed, that there were these tiny invisible animals that could kill you. And uh, in most parts of the world, uh, France and Italy and China. The campaign was a, a complete uh, failure, but um, it really caught on in the United States where people said, you know, tiny invisible things that could kill you? I don't see why not. I mean, it's a place that already believes in a lot of invisible things, but anyway, now that people are becoming more and more like machines, I think it's a good time to remember how much we actually have in common with animals. Take our eyes, for example. Our eyes are in the front of our heads because we are the predators. Uh, like eagles and the lions, they're in the front for aim, precision, and focus to find the target. And all the other animals have them way out on the sides, you know, the fish, the deer, the rabbits, and they're always scanning around like this, turning their heads, you know, on the lookout, more or less, for us. And, but it's amazing, you know, how quickly evolution works sometimes. And there's a certain male spider that has recently evolved from being a victim to being a survivor in just under a year. And so the way it happened was like this. The female spider um, constructs a very complex web made up of many threads that go out. And one is the kind of food thread, and one is the weather thread, and another is a kind of mating thread. And it's, uh, she can tell when a male is approaching. It's a kind of like a, a doorbell. And so anyway, the male comes along this line and uh, into the center of the web. And they mate, and she eats him, and that's the way it's been. But recently, these male spiders seem to inv have invented 
a new strategy, and that is that they bring along a package, which is a bug wrapped in this really kind of cruddy stuff, and um, uh, after they mate, he tosses her the package, and she just gets distracted for an instant, just enough time for him to make his escape. And then even this strategy was improved on, and the males began to do something really incredible. They uh, arrived with the package like before, but now there was nothing inside. It was completely empty. They figured out that they didn't have to bring anything at all. And it wasn't like a disappointment for the females. It was just like, you know, one of those odd moments when suddenly everything changes. And it's not what you expected. No, 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 and you don't know yet. Thank you. 
Drop that beat, man. What's up with that beat you got out there?
say that there's no smoking, you know? So deal with that the way you want to. So tell me, are you ready to do the Rock Lobster?
to tell you.
Baby, when I kiss your hair, I feel electricity in the air. I'm gonna kiss your eyes. And then I kiss your neck. I'm gonna kiss your stomach. Ooh. Then I kiss your pineapple. Two nights a night. For love under the light. Underneath the
Baba was a poor man, and he lived in a hovel in a little town in Persia. He had a wife and
PlasticMutinyRadio.fm Thanks to the B for this Coltrane LP that's really warped but sounds really good and uh, if you can help MutinyRadio.fm out with some dough when you come into the website you, if you click us some Mean Green we on the scene and uh, also we have to thank our friends our compatriots over at Alfred's House of Trousers, where if you have ants or angst or any other infestation problem in your pants, they can either 
put that in or take that out. They're, they're trouser people. Dead end streets. Where there was 
ain't really sucking it to me. When the boiler was bust and the heat was gone, Jim, I had to get fully dressed before I could go to bed. I couldn't put on my gulashes because they had buckles on them. My folks didn't play that. They said, don't you tear my bed clothes and put gulashes on. But I was fortunate. As soon as I was big enough to get a job and save enough money, get a ticket, catch anything, I split. I said, one day I'm going to return and I'm going to straighten it all out. Just don't make it 
Every record ever recorded. <laughs> yes, in this one-time-only mixed bag special, every record ever recorded. From the same people who brought you hits of 51, 52, Hungarian love songs, songs that begin with the letter P, every possible goodness. Every record ever recorded. We mean literally that. Every record ever recorded since recording began, we drive a truck to your house and deliver every single record ever recorded. You get classical. Ich habe genug Kantata 82 by Bach. Ich habe genug. Johnny Cash, I walk the line. Lithuanian language records. Sesu, yes. Sesu, yes. Sesu. Chances are I want to know. Yes, every record ever recorded. Plus, if you act now, an ice crusher. How do you do? My name is Conrad Jarvis, and I've been dead for six years. But this record offer is so spectacular, I had to come back to tell you about it.
so much. More than I ever have in my entire life. So everybody rock and roll the play. Everybody rock and roll the play. Interesting people. Make the great stars of rock and roll. Rock and roll is a funny business, you know. I've been doing a lot of rock and roll concerts. I show up on time, they never have to worry about me. Rock acts are not known by producers to be particularly reliable. There is a lot of night of the concert going about the producer. Where are the amplifiers? What do you mean they're in Kansas City? They're supposed to in the room. Where are the roadies? The roadies hallucinating, thinks he's Abraham Lincoln. Are you not Abraham? Where are the large things with the dials on them? The kid just drove a truck from Portland, Oregon to Chicago in two hours. You can't deal with him. You know? I met some people that I've long admired tremendously, like uh, Chuck Berry. It was so much fun to meet him at the Helen Reddy show. We were introduced, we shook hands, and uh, I said, Glad to meet you. And he said, Far out. <laughs> Isn't that perfect for Chuck Berry? He said, It's so perfect here. Far out. It would have floored me completely if he had said something like, Hi, Bob, this Watergate thing has got me up a tree. <laughs> You think he's lying, the one, the, the one today? I don't know. Just a minute, I've got... Well, down in Louisiana, down in New Orleans. Fellas, that's a B-flat. You know. No, he's really Chuck Berry. <laughs> I met Dr. John, Dr. John the Night Tripper. I was doing the Midnight Special, and I had been going around doing his song to myself for an entire weekend. It must have been the right play. Humming his song everywhere. It must have been... Watch if you want to, you can slap Spiegelman's behind. L-W-A-F-L-M-N-O-Y-T on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. Mutiny! It's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! It's, it's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! Oh, my turn-offs are guys who say mutiny. Mutiny? Well, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman, oh, Mike Spiegelman, 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 welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T, that's W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T, every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard. We stream first here on mutinyradio.fm. Yes, every Sunday, make a habit of it. 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You listen to mutinyradio.fm for L-W-A-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. It is also a podcast. You know what? It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Right, Carl? Hi, Carl. Right. Hey, Mike. What's up? W-L-A-F-L. Your drive time DJ. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That acronym is also our podcast. So if you don't have time on Sundays to listen, you can listen Sunday night with our podcast description. And bonus, we're on the video 
on YouTube where you can watch us right now at our not YouTube channel, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We do this every week. You listen to our podcast. You watch the movie at the same time. Carl, what is the movie this week? Heart Bleeps. We will watch today Heart Bleeps 1981. It's one word. You go to your YouTube search engine and you put in heart, like boom, 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 boom. And then bleep, right. like I don't know what, like a curse word? No, like a robot bleeps. Beeps, beeps, beeps. I'm screwing up the audience. Heart beeps. Oh, I'm such a jerk. B-E-E-P-S. Heart, one word, heart, B-E-E-P-S, 1981. Sorry, audience. The channel no is Ishka. Ishka, I-S-H-K-A-H. Uh, Ishka is hosting it, and he has it like it's almost uh, part of a, a playlist. It's number 41, Heart Beeps, starring Andy Kaufman, and then in right. parentheses, 1981. Really excited. This is a film I've heard about since 1981. I never mm -hmm. had a chance to see this movie, so lucky us, huh? Yeah, probably because yeah. it bombed. And I, I want to give a shout out to my buddy, uh, FM DeMarco, uh, for his movie podcast, his movie Facebook page recommended this link and finally found a link to Heartbeeps. So, Heartbeeps. I, I, I follow his father on uh, AM. AM. Uh... Oh yeah. Well, you know what, old man? I listen to uh, I listen to FM tomorrow. I think it's something to say. AM tomorrow. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I remember right. it tomorrow. Wow, we are all over the place. So. Here's what we're going to do. We want you to go find that link. That is course number 41.heartbeeps starring Andy Kaufman, 1981. And then go ahead, press the link, hit pause, move the timer to zero, zero. We should mention there's ads in this. Yes. So yes. when you hit it, there's probably going to be an ad. Let the ad play, hit skip ad, and then hit pause when you get to the real meat of the movie. Rather short movie today. Uh, but... Once you get it paused and all ready and all set to go, heart beeping, when we say go, we want you to hit play and start the movie along with us so we can let us watch full length. Carl, we have a special comedian, celebrity comedian to yes. do our celebrity comedian countdown. He's Take it away, Carl. Okay. Good evening, Hello, ladies Anthony. and gentlemen, and welcome. <clears throat> all right. Why did you play that clip where you're playing that clip where you're playing that clip? Johnny. Listen, I'm recording my podcast. Would you do our countdown? Sure. All right. This is Johnny Watson. He's a big time star. He was on Saturday Night Live. Uh, he was in, he's streaming right now on that John Lennon Netflix film. Um, he was uh, what? <laughs> he's, he's he's in this new movie called Fly Guys that's coming out. He was the star of this documentary called Last in Class. Ladies and gentlemen, counting us down from three, it's Johnny Watson. Go. Wow, thank you, Carl's friend on the phone. My name is Crime Buster 00719. 00719. This movie's all over the place. What's going on? We'll get to opening credits in a minute. It just starts in this awkward way. In media res. In the middle of shit. In the middle of shit. 
Welcome to the movie. We got a hostage negotiation happening right now. You see the tree stump? It's threatening him. He's a cop. He's a robot cop. Crime buster. Right. There must be a way I can mute this. Uh, yes. Uh, you can mute it. And it seems, is this a really talking movie, Carl? Yes, it's a very talky movie. Ron Gans is the voice of Crime Buster. And Ron, I didn't look you up. I was not impressed. <laughs> I'm so apologetic, Ron. Well, I, I recognize he's one of those, that guy's from Hollywood. You see that yeah. robot, you're like, oh, it's that guy. It's that guy. Well, that robot, Mike, it's really interesting. It's from the $6 million man. Um, it was just, they retooled it. And to use it in the, it was from an episode of the Six Million Dollar Man, and they just, you know, put a few more bells and whistles on it. I remember that's when Steve Austin taunted the other robots. Ha ha! I got a penis. <laughs> Andy Kaufman. How many movies has Andy Kaufman been in? Zero, right? Yeah, he was. Um, let's see here. I have him right here. Yeah, his name is Val, and we're getting to meet him right now. He's a robot. Um, hardly any. He was all over TV. You see, he was in negotiations for a movie about Tony Clifton, but they didn't have confidence in him because they didn't know if he was a star or not. You know, he could do it. So they right. put him in this film as a test. Wow, what an expensive test. Yeah, yeah, $12 million. And that's like, this is what, early 80s money? Yeah, now they made two million one hundred and fifty-four thousand. Like they lost ten million dollars on this film. Now here's Randy Quaid on the left. Well, yeah, on the left. Oh, the big guy. The one with the yeah, mega hat. From uh I guess you could say he's uh from National Lampoon's Vacation, right? That's how everyone knows yeah. him. I, I know him from tabloid newspapers from across the country in Canada. Ah. For his latest crazy antics. His but yeah, aunt, he, uh, he... his uncle is okay, but his antics is crazy, man. <laughs> and this is Kenneth McMillan. He's a character actor. You would know him from like Dune, and um, he always plays these like gruff, hostile characters. Uh, he was in Rhoda for years. He's a character actor. You'll know his face. Right now, sure. we're looking at his ears. Now, they just manufactured him and they're going to let him go or? Well, he's come in for repairs. Something's wrong. He's got to get fixed. So they're just warehousing him until it's time. Man, that makeup must be crazy. Yeah, it is. And the guy's like a award winner. He didn't win an Oscar, but he was nominated. He, his, his name is Stan Winston. And sure. he, was, he lost the Oscar to um, American Werewolf in London. We can understand why he did. Right. But, what a uh, year. Okay, I got an ad going. Ad, four, three, uh, two. Hanaria. Bread. Why would you have something called Dan? Hey, Angelinos, no. don't tell me where I am. Stop specifying location. Skip ad. Sorry, that should be Denver. Skip ad. Is there a way I could skip the... Yeah, you could skip the ad. Skip the ad. I'm clicking skip ad. Oh, you know what? I skip it on the actual. Ah. There, few. Ah. Hey, Bernadette Peters. 
Yeah. Now, who should his bunkmate be here on a high shelf in a store in a warehouse? But another model. This model, you see, he's Val. He's Valcom seventeen four eight five, and he's like a stockbroker kind of like a commodities trader kind of robot. I know and his Rick, brother, Vic twenty. <laughs> yeah, Vic Valcom Valcom. One seven four eight five. We're gonna call him Val, and she is Aquacom eight nine zero four five. Now they didn't know about dot coms at that point, right? Valcom right. and Aquacom must be computer though, which is it's what dot com is. It isn't. Um, and she is like a, a robot for parties, and not for sex, but for like um, serving at pool parties mostly. But other social functions too, like serving tray and engaging in conversation. Hey, have you checked out my Bernadette Peters bot? <laughs> no, that sounds really interesting. Oh, Bernadette Peters bot. Uh, yeah, if I had a Bernadette Peters bot, I would have big plans for her. She I would, would ask be... her about her human's career. You know, what was it like to be working with? The robot probably can't answer because doesn't know what it's like to, to work with other humans. Sigourney Weaver was offered this role to be Bernadette Peters' role, and she really wanted to do it. And her agent was like, come on, what are you, crazy? But Sandy Kaufman? Ridiculous. It's a pretty She's crazy premise. Actor, actress. Hmm, what's that? It's a pretty crazy premise. I, I remember Alan Arquish. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he's the director. He did a bunch of cool movies. Don't we like one of his films? Go crazy or something? Go bananas? Well, there's Get Crazy in nineteen. Get crazy. Yeah, I like that one. Okay. I get it mixed up with going bananas. Engage and talk. Oh, all right. Hang on. Uh, and we will hear Andy Kaufman. I just Ignatian with Aquacom. Aquacom zero four five. I am being custom reconditioned. As a companion hostess that's for how they talk to us during this movie. And yeah, functions. and it's how she'll talk throughout. My observation concerning the I do like the sunset. The sunset is pretty. Is yeah. The director did do a good job. Now, this guy started with, like, with Roger Corman. What? What? No, no, come on, come on. Oh, I thought you were talking. Hang on. Well. By the time I unmute, I, I miss out. However, for the calm series robot, Charm increases desirability and is therefore valuable knowledge. I to him in the companion series. You hear it? Yeah. yeah. Wait, I want to hear more. I am Valcom one seven four eight five. Function. Okay, I don't want to hear any more. Okay. Oh, that is really annoying. Well, that's the movie. Great. But it's endearing and sweet. I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times with sound, and they're playing the nice music. John Williams did the music, by the way. Yeah. The producer who worked on this was also with John Williams on uh, in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, so they pulled him in. It's a really beautiful soundtrack, but, like, John, that's like hitting it, fixing it with a hammer, you know? I mean, it's too, he's too good for this film. Well, Stan, Stan Winston is a pretty impressive special effects guy. And yeah. just by losing to Rick Baker that year, it just shows how crazy uh, 
competition was, but they're all like stellar people. This movie, like I remember when it came out in the theaters and the ad campaign looked really weird. Yeah. Really you, you can't really say that for many films. The taglines are funny. Um, meet a modern nuclear family unlike any other. Well, that's not funny. Um, yeah, they're not funny. Okay. Excuse me. The other tagline is wanted. Be on the lookout for this gang of misfit robots. It's really actually not good tags at all, is it? <laughs> oh, well, I'll be on the lookout. People will be like, Mike, that was a movie poster. You don't really have to look out for misfit <laughs> robots. Now, there will be a thunderstorm. And during this thunderstorm, they will both be scared. In this movie, robots totally have emotions. Do they it's really? Anthony Quinn, should I get it? It's Anthony Quinn. I won't get it. Um, no, I don't. What was I saying? They have emotion in this. You'll see. Go ahead. Come on. Why don't you be? Don't be stingy on the mute this episode. Okay. Hang on. Just give me a second. I'm doing this old-fashioned style. I gotta uh, manually do stuff. Okay. Okay. Hang on. No, I want to hear it. Uh, yeah, you're just gonna hear a thunderstorm, Mike. Yeah, I told you. Give me a break. Wait, hang on. One... Old school. I have to manually click the button. Yeah, you have to manually. Yeah. It's old school. Looks... Man, I got to switch browser windows. Oh, you do? I... Yeah, I can't see you, Carl. I have. I want That's to see okay. you. Watch the different... movie. I guess so. This is okay, some pretty cool. So now the th storm is calming, so they're not being, you know holding hands and being scared, but they like suddenly, see, they don't like each other like love or something, like it will grow into that. Or no, are they oh, gonna be future? trying to telegraph that? Uh-oh, yeah. training. Oh, 007, spy bot. <laughs> crime buster, crime buster. Crime buster. Now that, I just tickles me pink that this is from a TV show with uh and it's six million dollar man right this guy's great mike don't be stingy on the mute button with this guy and don't do it now don't do it now throughout our film be ready by the time i press the button they're gonna talk now is this james coco is this uh paul dooley no um kill the kid you know what? Okay, it's Barry Diamond. Oh, I know Barry Diamond. I didn't look him up. I he's looked up. Like, I'm not going to say poor man's bobcat, but he was in a Bachelor Party as a crazy friend. Oh. Uh, he's he's really funny. He's, he was in National Lampoon's Class Reunion, which we saw back in the day. Yes, we did. And uh, it's, it's, he's always a welcome presence. He's a, he did a bunch of comedy albums in the 80s. Rainbow. Pretty fascinating stuff. Yeah. He's like, what is the function of a rainbow? Your it has a sense is designed to pick up all the colors on the spectrum that the human eye can detect. Yes. He got to perform with Carol Kane too in Taxi. 
So he's he's performed with Bernadette Peters and Carol Kane. Now Bernadette Peters was all about Broadway. We think of her as a movie star because that's how we know right. her, but really most all of her career was Broadway. And of course she was in The Jerk and you know she was she was in a lot of films. Um Pennies from Heaven, Annie, the she was on Carol Burnett show, The Muppet Show, she was in Silent Movie, but really she won Tony Awards. She was nominated all the time. She was really a I always associate her with uh Mel Brooks movies too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Kimmy Schmidt, wasn't she the landlord on that show? I think so. Or no, that's probably Carol Kane. I got it mixed up. God damn it. I don't know who Carol Kane is. Can you believe that? She looks exactly like Bernadette Peters. Oh, here's Barry Diamond. Hang on. Let me manually click it. Now, this is a very delicate machine. It's not right to just oh, tell Andy me what's Clayton. right. Speaking of right, I'm staying Randy. at this gorgeous hotel. I told the clerk, I got a leak in the sink. He said, go ahead. Customer's always right. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, that's my act. <laughs> I so, got a um, leak in my sink. Yeah, they underutilized uh, Randy Quaid here because he plays a straight guy the whole time. Which we've seen him do before, but he's really yeah, he's a always like a big actor. Look. Well, in the seventies, he was like a serious actor. One uh, floor was Cuckoo's Nest, the last detail. Yeah, the last detail for sure. I don't know if he was in Cuckoo's Nest. Well, don't so quote me you, on Cuckoo's Nest. Do you, do you think that, like National Lampoon movie, you know, Vacation, really suddenly now he's a comedic actor? Well, I mean, he also was on SNL like during that weird year as well. Yeah, that's right. Um, with Martin Short and Harry Shearer, like they just oh, uh, Anthony Hall, Michael Anthony Hall, and and Robert Downey Jr. wasn't it him? Yeah, they just stacked that show. Go ahead, go ahead. All right, all right. Click. Hang on. Click. And he didn't hear the weasel. Oh, I miss. I just. Stop. I just got his punchline. Yeah. <laughs> right, every bit where they the guy tells a joke, you start with the punchline, and that's not what the monkey said. And then everyone goes, <laughs> <laughs> "That's right. That's classic." That I, I remember that most. Like they they'd be at a um one time like the Flint, Flintstones got rich. They were having a cocktail party, and that was. <laughs> So the monkey says, <laughs> "The scene opens up with him telling, finishing a joke." Yeah, it's all living. <laughs> oh no! Oh. oh, I'm clicking oh, skip ads. Clicking Distant skip ads. Mountains. I need to take a field trip with a highly intelligent companion. Okay, how come there's no collect, oh, there store and interpret data? I like such a unit. So Barry <laughs> Diamond has a plan for these two? No. No, he's a third wheel. Are they robot small talking? No. Nothing he's proposing that they leave there and go. he wants to go out and gather data about lumber, which is what he trades in commodity, you see. So he thinks this will help his primary function. 
and he needs, he desires a unit to assist him with processing and interpretation of data. And she's like, I am such a unit. Cute. Oh, wow. So they really met cute in this movie. Yeah, this movie is cute throughout the whole thing. That's a good way to explain it. And uh, this this wasn't a hit. This was a big bomb. And uh, Andy Kaufman, like, shot his own foot in a way because he didn't get... Uh, okay, I don't know. He didn't... This wasn't his baby. You know what I mean? They gave him the right. script. They put him in it. Um, so it's a little unfair. But... Uh, and also, look, they greenlighted his budget. Not him. It's the director and the producer. They greenlighted the budget with under the mistake of... R2-D2 and C-3PO are very popular with kids. Can you imagine, Carl? God damn it. Get me production. We need an R2-D2 movie in right. the pipelines now. What about this Kaufman kid? We've been looking to try him out. Yeah, Perfect. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You mean that Tony oh. Clifton pick? Do you I'm recognize so the character actor? I recognize the board game. Aren't they playing Hungry Hungry Finger Pointer? Mm-hmm. That's Hungry Hungry Finger Pointer. <laughs> Who left the fridge door open? Mike! I don't, rec I don't recognize any of them. What's up, Carl? He's saying, like, I got my wife the cleanup bot, and she loves it. I don't know. This truck and its contents might be valuable to us. Yeah, so let's just save us steal time it. and energy depreciation. Oh man, these robots have gone bad. Yeah, they're breaking bad that. in a, in the uh, that camper. Um, where is um? Damn it! What's his name? Catskill. Catskill model. Checky. Shecky. I thought I made that name up. I didn't. Shecky's a real name. Shecky Green's like one of the world's most famous Catskills comedians. Oh, okay. Okay. I In uh, Life's Laugh Lessons, I named the guy Shecky, and nobody batted an eye. I didn't know I was paying homage. Yeah, that's right. You so, were. There, there was a Jewish humor magazine called Shecky Magazine for a while. <laughs> No, right now she's being a like kind of wife. She's like, my danger sense is. Why don't you reach? You know, could you reduce speed, please? Please check map. I don't need map, honey. Please right, check right. map. So it's like, what'd you do with the robots? They're not there. The fuck? So now Randy Quaid and and um. His name's Max. Max okay. and Charlie. Stupid names. Um, oh, here. Here we go. Is that Ned Beatty? You two get pressure. And Good guess. Good guess. Look, Rob. Try to Don't look robbing me, goddammit. It's Richard Stahl, who we saw in Hopscotch. Right. Isn't he, isn't he Arliss? Best known as Arliss. I don't no. think so. No. Well, he's I best known for Splash. He was the doctor in Splash. Gotcha. 
been a while since I've seen that movie. Run off and, and find, find us a like unicorn. So it's like you guys gotta go, gotta leave the complex and go find him. They're in Colorado. They shot in Colorado. Now nice. it was warm in Colorado, so it really limited the time in which they could have the makeup on. It would start to melt's not the right word. It would start to go bad. Yeah, I mean it looks really restrictive. The the robot robot makeup looks cool. Don't get me wrong. Like I would love it looks to like have that. Robots. Yeah, totally. I don't know about the robot with the mouth open to the side. I feel uncomfortable being served food from it. <laughs> I think it'll be mocking me. <laughs> Crime Buster 007. No relation. The James Bond. I got that joke right. Oh, Carl, I watched this movie. Ip, I don't know if you, you're a fan of uh, Ip Man. But the fourth one, uh, Ip Man's in San Francisco in the 1950s. He's the guy who taught Bruce Lee. There were no IP 